Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. 2020. A year like no other. Social distancing to isolation, living in a bubble and playing to empty stadiums. Madness. Due to the rapid rate of infection, we can no longer continue to play. Some kind of Just goes to show you, nothing will stop this great game. Not even a pandemic can stop rugby league. And now, here we are. A season in the rear view mirror. We're now ending an amazing season of footy with the ultimate. A state of origin decider. New South Wales. Queensland. Game one. The Queenslanders shocked everyone. It's Names like Munster standing up and delivering. State of origin, historic win. 40 years has been built on nights like this. In game two, Munster went out early and left a hole in the Queensland attack. Oh, this could be an avalanche. In steps Nathan Cleary to silence the critics. Cleary put together one of the best halfback performances we've seen in the Origin Arena since the great Joey Johns. New South Wales' attack was red hot in Sydney, but now it's a different test. Suncorp Stadium and 50,000 screaming cane toads. Oh my goodness. Three, the Blues are the favourites, but Queensland haven't lost an origin decider at Suncorp since 2005. And let me tell you, this packed stadium is hungry for a win. The, the Maroons welcome back Cam Munster. They also welcome back the heartbeat of their four pack, Christian Welsh. And they bring in the rookie of the year, Harry Grant. Believe me, this Queensland team is better, and they will want to win this game more than anything. I can tell you from experience. There's a massive difference getting up for a game you must win as opposed to a game you would like to win. And this is a game they must win. What a way to end a year we'll never, ever forget. You're in trouble here. This is Rugby League as we love it best. This is State of Origin 3, the decider. The 2020 State of Origin series to a decider. Coming to you live and loud from Suncorp Stadium, Queensland versus New South Wales, for our great mates at Bream and Maccas, Triple M Rocks Origin. The final day of this uh, remarkable season, and it will be the biggest crowd of the year, 50,000 plus. Overcast conditions right now at Suncorp Stadium. It is 6.05 local time. Kickoff at 7.10 Queensland time. 8.10 for people uh, that uh, get daylight saving in the eastern states. Plenty of changes for the Maroons. They are here hosting another Suncorp decider. And the State of Origin series yet again goes down to Game 3. Ryan Girdler, uh, Wendell Saylor and Mark Guy. The full compliment here tonight, MG. Hello to you. Hello, Welcome dude. back. You were uh, away last week. And tonight, can you see a repeat of last week, the Blues doing it and doing it comfortably? I don't think it'll be as comfortable. No, I think that the Blues will prevail tonight, but I don't think it'll be as comfortable. I actually think this is probably the strongest 
Queensland have probably looked this whole series as far as team selections go. I think that they're more stable. They've got blokes in positions where um, they've, they've played with a comp. You know, Corey Allen played South fullback for 12 games when Inglis got injured. Val Holmes got back and played on the wing. Um, Branko Lee has been in the centres for Melbourne and Edric Lee's been on the wing for for the night. So at least they've got... And, and Cape Paul's been in the back row for Penrith. So at least they've got players in their positions, mm-hmm. which is a good thing, I think, for, for Queensland. On the other hand, New South Wales not having to make any changes. I think I said in, the, in Adelaide that the, the third-looking side... The third sides will look so much different to what we're seeing tonight, but New South Wales don't that much. So I think New South Wales, um, the lack of change is, is one of their strengths in this game tonight. Good. So I think we have our own barometer here in the Triple M box because remember before game one, you couldn't shut Wendell up. In Adelaide, he was so excited to be up there. And went up, up and about. Went up on... Didn't say much last week, remember? I yeah. think he felt like... I think he felt like they were in a bit of trouble, the Queenslanders, in Sydney. But what about this game tonight, Wendell Saylor, at home? Uh, look, you know, there's going to be a big crowd here, 50,000 plus tonight to support the Queenslanders. They're going to need it, but I think I said it to the boys. Um, New South Wales knew what they did in game two, and I reckon it's so hard to bounce back from that 30 points of last week. Four more changes. I'm happy for the debutants to come into it, but it's going to take a massive effort to beat this New South Wales team. Um, you know, we know about the Queensland spirit. Uh, Munster, obviously, didn't play for that long in the second game. Big loss. Yeah, it's yeah. Papali and Munster who set that standard. Um, they're going to be thereabouts, but at the moment, I... Oh, my, my heart, my heart wants Queensland. My, my head's saying the blues at the moment, but I'll let you know what tip uh, come the start of the game. What are you thinking, Gerds? Dan, I think if if Queensland win this, yeah, we're not going to be talking about execution and finesse. We're going to be talking yep. about courage and willingness and all those things that got them, uh, you know, the result in game one. Uh, we saw what New South Wales can do when they put it together, when they connect like they did last week. Now, I just don't think... Queensland have the team and the continuity with the changes that MG went through mm. to perform in a way like that, but they they certainly um, they certainly have the desire and the willingness to get out there in front of fifty five thousand uh, screaming Queenslanders and make New South Wales uncomfortable, and that'll be their focus. And no travel for the first time this series for them. Ben Dobbin with us as as I'll he is most times uh, during Origin. Dobbo, you're on the sideline. You've got a special guest as we say hello to you. Yeah, good evening, guys. Uh, Suncorp Stadium packed. There's nothing more special, and especially with a decider. Uh, Wally Lewis joins me, and this game is very special in one sense, Wall. The fact is that 40 years ago, you were part of the first ever Origin game where Arthur Beetson ran out onto this very field. Tonight, we play in a decider 40 years on. It's quite ironic you're here, um, the late, great Arthur Beetson looking over, but what a special night this will be. Yeah, thanks for reminding me that I'm 60 years of age, Tom. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, but, look, the thrill uh, that I got, I was a, I was a 20-year-old kid uh, then, uh, the thrill I had running out onto the field um, alongside Arthur Beetson, uh, Rod Reddy, Kerry Bostead, uh, all of those players, Mick Cronin, of course. Um, it was just a thrill, but it, uh, in all honesty, it was seen as uh, as the last resort, an interstate clash that perhaps if it didn't work well, they might even uh, scrap interstate football. Uh, Origin football came aligned, it excelled. Um, it's become one of the greatest sporting events in the world now, and uh, to see uh, the thrill that, uh, that the, the rugby league public will get tonight out of the result of this game is uh, is absolutely fantastic. May rugby league rule forever. Well, am I right in saying that 
you actually played at Leichhardt Oval in a match against New South Wales in the late 1970s where no one was even there to watch it. Is that right? 79, yeah. I like telling this story, actually. We turned up, we we got to the ground, um, went there in a bus, uh, and I was one of the uh, the kids in the team. I think I was 19. I just turned 19. Um, and I was going down to uh, Leichhardt Oval in the, in the bus and saw that there was a, a fair crowd up on the hill. Um, everybody suggested that there wasn't going to be a crowd there, um, but there was about five or 6,000 people there uh, at, <laughs> at that occasion. We actually got into the dressing rooms and started to uh, uh, warm up quite nervously, some of the young kids in the team. Uh, then we ran out onto the field and we saw that there was three men and a dog there. What we didn't know it was the high school final that was actually playing before us. Oh. And uh, after the attraction of that game went away... Everyone went home. They didn't want to sit around and watch the bum <laughs> Queenslanders get beaten. <laughs> so it was uh, extremely embarrassing, but unfortunately that was the respect which Queensland held for interstate football at that stage, and you couldn't blame the fans for going home. Well, you can't present the Wally Lewis medal. The medal for the, the player of the series is named after yourself. You can't even present the Wally Lewis medal tonight. I mean, that's disappointing in its sense, but the fact that we've got a full stadium here, it's just a fantastic tribute to everybody involved in this game that we've got to this point. Yeah, um, it's one of the greatest honours uh, that I've ever had, presenting that medal to um, the player of the series. Fantastic, but we've got to go with the times, don't we? Uh, we've got to put up with that and uh, look for the, for the safest way possible. Um, whoever wins it, congratulations to them, but the thrill we're all going to get out of seeing this stadium full tonight uh, is is a little bit of a, um, a look back on exactly what state of origin means to rugby league fans uh, all around the place. Uh, win, lose or draw, um, it's certainly going to be a, another fantastic opportunity for rugby league fans. He's got his earphone on, boys, so you can ask him a question. Up to you. Hey, well, we know that forwards lay the platform, yeah, and we saw that last week with New South Wales and obviously Queensland in the first game. But what about our halves? Cherry Evans, he's our captain, but that man Cameron Munster is wearing your jersey. If we're to win, do you think he's going to have the biggest influence on the game? Dale, I'm glad you brought those two guys' names up. Uh, they're the guys that will control the outcome of the game for Queensland. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Queensland forwards need to dictate terms up front and gain plenty of uh, territory and uh, and probably upset the New South Wales front six a little bit. Um, but uh, six and seven for Queensland um, will be out there controlling the game, making sure that they uh, create a little bit of damage to the New South Wales defence. Uh, they're the two sharpest players in the Queensland side. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. And for Queensland to uh, rule supreme, in inverted commas. Um, those two guys have certainly got to lead the way and do it early in the match uh, to get a little bit of confidence in the camp. Hey, well, is it fair to say, you know, this is where Queensland liked to sit? I mean, it was a little laughable from probably 2008 through to 17 and 18 when they had a side full of, you know, immortals and internationals that, you know, they used to every every year claim the young underdog status and always go into the game saying, oh, you know, how are we going to beat this New South Wales side? But you know, you're well and truly behind it this year, Wild, and you proved in game one that, you know, through guts and determination and the big owning the big moments, you can get the job done. Where are they tonight? What, what's what's Mal and Wayne put together this week to make this such a, a special evening for that, that young group? Kids, it might sound uh, a little bit unusual, but uh, what, uh, what Wayne Bennett um, came up with uh, early in the week, I'd probably almost be going to the opposite end to have a look uh, because uh, he's played a, a pretty fair role in the build-up to this game and, and come up with some statements that um, I found a little bit unusual, but having experienced some time uh, playing under Bennett, you know that not everything that he comes up with uh, is, is going to be the truth. He's trying to entice the opposition uh, or even tease them, yeah. um, but I would really... De- expect that uh, his 
His plays in, in previous uh, years have always been about uh, two men up front, and that's both front rowers uh, making sure they set the platform uh, to attack from. Um, he's, he's never changed his, uh, his attacking game um, or his, uh, his beliefs, and he believes that a game must be won, and for that to, uh, to take place, they've certainly got to have control uh, up front. OK, Wally, we better let well, you go. It's been about 25 years. Is he still there? I've got to ask yeah. one question. Yeah. Well, it's been about, what, 25 years since you've played or coached. Have you ever, ever tipped against Queensland? Once. Because I'm going to ask you for a tip now. <laughs> Who's going to win? What a stupid question <laughs> that is. What a stu- <laughs> That's not a stupid question. There's <laughs> your answer, Dan. Actually, I, I tipped against Queensland once, but that was in the interstate cricket carnival <laughs> that was going on. Certainly not in the What a trade. What a trader. See you all. Enjoy the game. <laughs> yes, Wally, yeah, it good. is a stupid question. It was. <laughs> not really. Because you can tip with your head, not your heart. No, well, not at you, this that's, that's, all get, that's all we get paid. Not at this level. <laughs> all right. Triple M rocking state of origin kickoff less than an hour away. Thanks to Ream Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. Thanks to Ream and McDonald's. Starting to take over at Suncorp Stadium, overcast but dry, and the pitch, as as all the pitches have uh, for State of Origin, looks immaculate, hard and fast as we get ready for <laughs> State of Origin number three. Thanks to Macca's, tackle the heat of the new McSpicy Burger from Macca's. A mm-hmm. ream hot water, steady, hot and strong in store. If your water goes, uh, make sure it's it's a ream that you install. And don't forget, we've been telling you all series, Gangs of London, for every episode of the explosive new series, uh, Gangs of London now streaming only on Stan. Gee, Stan's had a big couple of weeks. Lots yeah. of Go, Stan. Yes, Stan. Hey? Lots of announcements and Haven't sporting they? events. And it's a good show too, Dan. Stan? No, oh, no, Gangs, no, of, Gangs London. of London. Yeah, on there Fridays. was a show called Stan I was unaware There will of. be soon. No. Yeah, stand on stand. <laughs> Marketing ploy. Teams are in. Teams are official, gents. Corey Allen will play fullback. Uh, Valentine Holmes will play on the wing. Brenko Lee in jersey 21 uh, will make his debut two weeks after he was meant to. Uh, Edric Lee makes his state of origin debut on the wing in jersey 19. Cousins. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Hey, what, what a great night for their family. Come through the Raiders system together. Fantastic. Yeah. Kurt Capel goes to the second row in Jersey 3. Jaden Sewer pushes back to the bench. And the unlucky man is Dunamis Louie. He is out. So the bench, Sewer, yep. Grant, Collins and Arrow and New South Wales, 1-17. So no changes for the Blues. Queensland stronger or weaker for those changes, Wendell De- Saylor or Ryan Gerber? No, and bear in mind, i got 20 seconds. I just, oh, okay. Now, you go, Wendell. I don't think they're stronger for the changes. I just I think it's okay side, but I don't think they're stronger. Okay. They yeah. should have stuck with Holmes at fullback, Allen on the wing. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got plenty of time to dissect that, but we have to take a break here because we've got a few new stations joining us after this. Triple M rocking the footy. State of Origin 3, the last game of the season, live on Triple M. More soon. Marine Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. to Ream and McDonald's. Let's go. Triple M Rock State of Origin. Welcome live Suncorp Stadium. Hello to everyone listening through Triple M Melbourne and Triple M Adelaide joining us for uh, the first time this evening. One game apiece. Yet again, we go down to a decider. I think uh, 
Slightly more than half the series have gone to a deciding game three. We have not had many dead rubbers in the last decade. And Queensland's record at Suncorp, well, it's it's good no matter how you chop it up. But uh, in deciders, uh, they have only lost twice here at Suncorp. 1994, an awesome New South Wales team got the job done then. And in 2005, Ricky Stewart's uh, team, he was the coach, Andrew Johns, was the number one figure of that side. They beat Queensland. But apart from that, all Queensland in deciding games. Mark Guy, Wendell Saylor, and Ryan Girdler. Uh, we were touching on the Queensland team. We had to throw to a break. Uh, Wendell, you're a little sceptical about the changes. What about you two New yeah. South Wales boys? Do you think Queensland are better or worse for bringing in Brenko Lee, Edric Lee, moving Corey Allen to fullback and having Kurt Capel into his more natural position of second row? I think more settled. Yeah, I think I, I think they're more settled as far as Val Holmes looked a little bit out of sorts at fullback last week. Um, I think Capewell looked at the same after a repeat effort that he was never going to produce in the centres. He's a back rower. Um, and then you bring in the likes of Edric Lee, who's a, an out-and-out winger. Um, Ed, uh, Branko Lee, his cousin, has played in the centres all year for the Melbourne Storm, has had a meteoric rise to fame. And But don't forget, um, and, and Sua, I think, in game one, come off the bench beautifully. Last week, he kind of got caught up in the in the in the speed of the game. So, bringing in Welsh as well and Munster and, and Harry Grant, I think they're a stronger team than they've looked all, all series. To but, be honest, but I'm talking about the back. But the backs, it's a different beast there. Like Corey Allen, he's been good at NRL level, but you just don't know if he's got what it takes oh, at this level. And mate, let me tell you, there's nowhere to hide out here. So they're, they're, I'm a bit nervous there. Vel knows what to expect. Look at Abdel right. in the semi-final against yeah. Penrith and South. So, um, clearly, put bombs up all day to yeah, him. Exactly, that's what uh, I'm saying. But I, I think, I think. Um Wayne Bennett's looking for a bit of a reaction, Dan, like he got in game one through bringing some new guys into the side. You know, yeah. in game two, I, I think it's really, you know, I think Wayne Bennett expected that result in game two. He said in the press conference after game one, the hardest thing of the week is going to get in these guys to perform in New South Wales after, you know, the euphoria they've had uh, of, of winning their opening game. So I think last week he probably expected that, and this has probably been too two weeks in the making preparation wise for the mm. Queensland side which is a which is a bit of a benefit you know um, so it must have been out in the second and, minute and last must week. have been out as well but the one thing I will say Dan is it's going to be a little bit interesting to see Dan Gagai Dan Gagai has been one of their best players on yeah. the right side for Queensland the opening two games now Brent Gagai played on the right side with Melbourne yes and his combination out there with Kafusi is evident and that's where he's going to feel most comfortable do they move one of their form players Dan Gagai to the left and Brent Lee is obviously a left winger so he, I can't see Branko being out there with Edric. I think Valentine will be out there, who will then be marking Tupu. No, they wouldn't do that. But they basically said that they've, yeah. brought, they've brought Valentine in they to mark at O'Carr. You'd have to put Edric Lee on Tupu. You wouldn't have to, mate. It just depends how they go with it. Well, they'd love to have this bloke, Xavier Coates. He's with Dobbo on the sideline. Yeah, Xavier, obviously very disappointed. Two origin games into your career and that ruled out because of a groin injury, mate. Yesterday you just didn't get through that final training session and Wayne wasn't going to risk it. Yeah, no, um, I thought I could get through the week. I was just trying to... It pulled up a bit bad after game two and um, I was just trying to get it right, doing all I could with the physio and all the 
rehab sort of stuff with it. But um, I had to make the tough decision uh, at captain's run. I just couldn't open stride and couldn't use my um, uh, left leg to jump off. So, and I feel like they're two of my strengths that I really uh, use in the game. So I had to come to the tough decision to uh, not play the game. But we do have a really good player in Edric Lee. He's going to take the field who has the same uh, sort of skill set as me who will do really well, I think, tonight. Obviously... You've started your career. The first two games, outstanding for you. You must be disappointed, though, to be have your first game at home representing Queensland and you can't be a part of it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty gutted that I couldn't experience it. Like, the crowd, we're 30 minutes from kickoff and the crowd's already pretty packed. Um, I really wish I could play, but um, I think if I just keep trying to uh, better myself and do whatever I can to try pull this Maroon jersey on in the next uh, coming uh, years, then um, hopefully I'll be able to experience it. Up to you, boys. Yeah, Xavier, we just had a bit of a chat about the, the guys that are coming in in the back line tonight. You just mentioned that uh, that Edric Liu will come in. Now, you played on the right wing with Dane Gagai on the, on the inside. Who's yeah. going to take the right wing position? Who's going to play right centre tonight? Uh, so, uh, right centre is going to be Branko and then the right wing is going to be Edric. So they're both cousins and they're pretty comfortable with each other. So um, I think they'll do a pretty good job. Xavier, it's Mark Guy here, mate. Um, I know I met you about four or five years ago up on the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, fantastic what I've seen you do. Unbelievable. You, mu- you must be out of your skin playing for the Broncos first grade, let alone playing Origin, mate. Yeah, I know. I'm a bit pinching myself at the moment. It's happened a bit quick. I remember um, when I met you on the Gold Coast, um, I was a bit uh, hesitant of uh, playing rugby league and I didn't know if I wanted to keep playing or not and then uh, ended up playing another year and then everything sort of like tumbled over from there. So I'm really uh, excited with um, how things are going and I'm really grateful for how everything's going, yeah. Good on you, buddy. Good on you, buddy. It's Wendell Sutter. If you could describe what rugby league has given you on your short career... What, what would you say to any kids out there wanting to play rugby league? What has it given you so far? Oh, it's honestly, it's given me a lot. Like, I, I, I don't know how to really uh, explain it. Yeah. Like, you just have to experience it. Like, the you go through the hard sessions and everything like that, and then to go out and play a game with the crowd and to either your wins or losses, like everything counts. Like, it's all experience. You take it in and. It's just, oh, I, honestly, when, like, I don't know how to, like, explain, explain yeah, it. Like, it's just... You're explaining it now, mate. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, your voice. A, <laughs> yeah, it's just a really good feeling just to take the field with the boys and just to be around them in, like, camp and training. It's just a really good atmosphere. Xavier, congratulations, young man. I know you're very yeah. disappointed not being there tonight, but you have provided oh. a couple of memorable moments. Uh, the interview after Game 1 on Channel 9 and then the put-down. <laughs> Unbelievable. The put-down last week. Now, I've got to ask before you go... How do you practice that without hurting yourself? That is putting the ball down, doing a forward roll. Like, seriously, do you have to put gym mats out? How do you actually teach yourself how to do that and trust yourself to do that in that sort of moment? Uh, Funny enough, we actually do at the Broncos (laughs) use a gym, a gymnasium for um, the training for that. So we get a big uh, medicine sort of ball, like a bouncy sort of one, and then uh, there's like a mat and then there's like a cone there and you have to try to put it down and... um, one of the trainers comes in and like bumps the uh, medicine wow. ball, yeah. and you have to try and get the put down. And then because the medicine ball is like bouncy, it pushes you away. So you have to try like get like a real good like bump into them and get the ball down, and just try find like good angles to get the ball down. So there's actually a bit of training that goes into it. So it was pretty good to get the result. Yeah. yeah. Savian, what I do want to give you a, a massive rap for too is you didn't just take all the credit. A guy called Darrell Yao, who I had a lot of time for, he's helped you out a little bit too behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, he's helped me out a fair bit. Even with um, 
coming before I even played my first NRL game, he's been there. Just, um, I, I think I have a lot of respect for him and a lot of the boys have a lot of respect for him. So when he tells you something, you listen to him and you take everything in and um, he's helped me out a lot and I'm real grateful for him. Did you learn more about State of Origin in game one or game two of the series? Oh, I think I learnt about both, but game two was a good learning experience. I think um, the way that uh, New South Wales came out fire and you can't take things lightly and um, they proved that and I think they're going to show um, what they've got tonight as well. So we've got to be coming out guns blazing. All right, we've got to let you go. Well done, young man. Great series. Thank you. Xavier Coates, what a superb series he's had. And he'd be just about to walk up next year oh. when we get back to proper full strength teams. I would have thought Wendell. Sure. I think, I think if he goes back and Kevy Walters will get a hold of him and obviously that coaching staff. But the confidence, and good, and MG, you'll know this, the confidence you'll take from what he's done in two games, obviously missed the third one, that offseason he'll get hungrier yeah. to sort of, you know, to add on to that. Form's important, Dan, when you've got a certain players vying for a position, but... If you haven't got a lot of guys that are sort of all running for a position um, and you just need to, you know, rely on someone that's been there and done it before, this guy at the two games that he's had, he's, he'll, oh. he'll, he'll be at the top of the list. It'll yep. be, well, who's in form for Queensland on the wings? And if there's no one there standing out, yep. even if the Broncos are struggling, his form's not yep. great, Queensland will just go, you've done it before. Yep. We'll get the best out of you again. And they put faith in the guys that have... Sure. Been able to perform, and that's what he's done. What a great insight into what they do away from yeah. the field. I yep. mean, that's a great question you ask because I've often wondered how they get so acrobatic, these guys, without hurting themselves. We just done a, a perfect answer. It does help as well. Um, Xavier Coates was a national high jump champion in. In, Britain, in Queensland when he was about 14, 15 years of age. So, obviously, that's... We're up there holding the bar. So, so, <laughs> so, where did you see him? What was that about? Well, my brother coached him for oh, years. Yeah, and my what... brother's really good mates with his dad. Gotcha. Um, and I yeah. went up to... My, my young bloke went up to play for Burley. Yep. Um, and I, I, I drove up there to drop his car off and yeah. we had a barbecue over at uh, Buffer's house. And Xavier and his three other brothers came over oh, for the wow. barbecue. So, yeah. It was, Do your brother live at Burley? He lives at um, oh. Palm Beach. Oh, oh we one need, of the great we, we need to get, Yeah, we need, we need to get there a bit. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, mermaid well, happens tell, you, tell your Premier to uh, yeah. open oh, the gates. Yeah. Let us in. I'm, I'm hanging to get there. Yeah, am <laughs> I. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We're close. We're about half an hour from the Origin Decider. We're live across the Triple M Network. More after this. Thanks to McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Thanks to Rain and McDonald's. Let's go. Triple M Rock State of Origin. Okay, we're getting closer here at Suncorp Stadium. The Origin Decider, November 18, and the Origin comes to a conclusion tonight. In a few moments, we're going to hear from Brad Fittler and from Wayne Bennett. A couple of other things in rugby league. Josh Alloyer. Uh, the West's Tigers prop wants to leave. His manager is playing hardball, and, and Josh says, uh, I'll never play for this club again, even though he's got a signed contract. Well, uh, sooner or later we're going to see a club put the line in the sand, aren't we? And it seems to be the poor West Tigers again are embroiled in this after Madison last year did the same thing. It won't stop until someone bites down in the mouth guard and says you're staying. Yeah. It's like it won't, what, stop, it won't stop. The only one I can remember is when Gordon Tullis. Yep, start, start that's it. Yeah, and that's uh, that's going to have to be. Uh, look, I'm not saying that's what I want to see, but 
We just can't have this go on and on. That's true. What, what was the problem there? What was the Well, problem? I'll tell you. Okay. Well, this yeah, is the no. what, what is being alleged. So his manager also manages Adam Fanua Blake. Okay. Who went to the Warriors. Yes. That was also a very dicey situation, but Adam couldn't stay in Sydney for certain reasons. So got a new deal with the Warriors. Lucrative. Yep. Fine. Manly were comfortable enough letting him go. But now Manly's got a hole. Yep. And it would be more beneficial for Aloye and for the manager uh, if yep. if Smith, yep. if um, Aloye went to Manly because he'd be paid more money. Because remember, look at the size of Brenko Lee's neck. Yeah, he's just massive. My God, he looks, he's like Bryson DeChambeau. Um, anyway, sorry, the teams are just popping up on the screen here. Uh, but yes, so it does seem like the manager is sort of playing both sides against the middle there. And uh, not an uncommon story, Gert. But maybe many times. Maybe the game need to get involved, Dan, to make a situation, you know, with, and I don't know how you would regulate it, but, you know, you say to players and managers, once you've signed a deal, you can only earn that amount of money off a team salary cap. Now, whether you choose to stay at this club or whether you go to another club, because it's all financial, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, obviously Manny have recognised, and, and this is the thing about clubs never being able to do good deals with players now, because as soon as, you know, they a club goes in and takes a risk and, and buys a guy and then develops him, he becomes a better player, but he's still got two years on his contract. Some other club will come in and say, well, you know, you know, the last year to go on his contract, well, we'll give you another two years, but for next year, you're only on this amount, we can give you this amount, then the manager pushes back, yeah. makes it uh, an untenable situation for the player and the club, and then, you know, the NRL lose out, the club, the fans, everyone. So maybe the NRL need to step in now and say, well, you know, if you're on 300 next year, say, you know, if you're Cameron Munster and you're on 800,000 at, at the Melbourne Storm for 20 and 21 and 22, and Brisbane come in and say, well, we want to sign you for 20 three and 24 and we're going to give you an upgrade for you know 22 and 23 or whatever that may be then the game says well you can go to brisbane if you want to but you'll only earn the same amount of money as what you're signed for at melbourne could that could that cancel out a situation like that (laughs) the nrl's argument would be well if club and player agree on terms then we don't want to get involved. Sure. So it's the kicking of the yeah. s- kicking stones. It's you know yeah. pl- players just say, well, we're straight to trade and all that type yeah, of stuff. Player can't, a player can't say I'm not going to try for you, but he can intimate see, that by kicking the, stones. The, the thing is here, it happens on both sides of the court. Yeah. That the clubs that they want to pl- say if Aiden Tolman say moved the, on to save the club, uh, save the Tigers. In casing point, said the just Josh LOA, we don't want you, mate. You, you, you're probably going to play like Josh Mansour at uh, Penrith. You're probably going to play reserve grade next year. So I don't begrudge the players looking go, at, going for greener pastures. Yes. Yeah. I just I just begrudge the way it's, hap- it's happening. Yeah. I begrudge the way contracts are no more. I begrudge the fact that our game has has become contractless. I, I think we've got to have something in place that's more ironclad. When we played back when we started playing footy, our contract, our our word was our our honour. That was it. And, and, and you wouldn't you, you, you dig it out and if you didn't want to be at a club for a while you, guess what stiff mm. shit you had to be because there's no one else for you to go like Gordy Tallis yeah. had to sit out the whole season because he wanted to go to the Bronco and I'll tell you a funny story I was nearly a Western Red because I had Willie Carl and Mick Hancock so I played a bit of first grade when oh, not, not, come not, over to not Reds, oh, you and so, him oh, oh, so my manager at the time says listen maybe we'll get you to the Western Reds Peter Mulholland's keen Peter Mulholland run me to Reds saying listen there's an opportunity here for you we'd love you to come over Went to Wayne Bennett and said, listen, uh, I want to go to Western Australia. Um, you know, there's obviously Willie Cummings. Come he goes, mate, you've got a two-year deal. You'll be going nowhere. Yeah. So he just, like, yeah. he just put uh, pay. Like, that's the way it was. Mm. Well, it stayed too, just quietly. Yeah, it seemed to work out <laughs> yeah. okay. Uh, Wayne Bennett, let's have a listen to him. He's with Fatty Vorton. 
the great man Wayne Bennett. Now, back in the day, you probably don't realise, but Wayne Bennett was a great football player. He played for Queensland seven times, scored two tries and kicked a goal. Origin started in 1980, and here we are 40 years later, and look, he's still involved. What is it, Wayne, that you love about Origin? Oh, just the competitive nature of it, what it means to the, both states and um, how it engages everybody. Um, now, I've got to bring up last week. <laughs> they scored a couple of tries from just from the scrum. We were outnumbered. Yeah. Hopefully you've done some work on that. Yeah, we have done some work yeah. on that. How did that happen? Someone forgot to count the numbers. That's it wasn't simple. your fault, though. No, it couldn't be my fault. Four <laughs> plays making their debut tonight. Uh, you must be excited about that. Do you have any last words to these young fellows? Uh, not really. I don't. I think there's a, the occasion will get them there. There's not much I'll, I want to um, put in their heads because I think, you know, it just over, you overload them then and I just want them to play at their best and to do that they've got to be at their most calmest and not, yep. not uh, too excited. And how are you going? I mean, you've been plenty of these deciders, <laughs> like at Origin deciders here at Suncorp Stadium. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm excited about it. It's great atmosphere. I mean, we just arrived here. There's the, the whole city's gridlocked because yep. they're all trying to get to Suncorp and uh, no, it makes it pretty special. All right, that goal you kicked, was it from the sideline? <laughs> Just say no, I missed more than I kicked. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, the great man, hopefully leading Queensland to a victory tonight. You know, Fatty's about the only winner out of the whole pandemic because Channel 9 have had to use him yeah. more. And we've got, got for it's God's good. sake, he's I, a, I love him on TV. He was, he, the, he was the biggest star on television for 20 yeah. years. But why, know, why are you hiding him? He, yeah, he just relaxes you up because, mate, you love him so much. He was my first Origin coach yeah. in 96. We lost 3 0, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he won 3 0 when you blokes were there, right. all 90, the guns. 95. Uh, yeah. Gangs of London, every episode of the explosive new series is now streaming only on Stan and Matt. Maccas, time to get that Maccas before the game in about 18 minutes. It's time to just zip through to a drive-through and get that new McSpicy burger and Ream Hot Water, steady, hot and strong. Triple M, rocking state of origin. This the final break before the big game kicks off. Thanks to McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Triple M rocks footy. This half for Sea-Doo. Get on board a Sea-Doo and discover why it's Australia's number one choice in personal watercraft. 2020. A year like no other. Social distancing to isolation, living in a bubble and playing to empty stadiums. Madness. Due to the rapid rate of infection, we can no longer continue to play. Some kind of Just goes to show you, nothing will stop this great game. Not even a pandemic can stop rugby league. And now, here we are. A season in the rear view mirror. We're now ending an amazing season of footy with the ultimate. A state of origin decider. New South Wales. Queensland. Game one. The Queenslanders shocked everyone. It's over with us. The Rams have done it. Wow, what a win. With names like Munster standing up and delivering. State of Two, Munster went out early and left a hole in the Queensland attack. Oh, this could be an avalanche! In steps Nathan Cleary to silence the critics. 
Cleary put together one of the best halfback performances we've seen in the Origin Arena since the great Joey Johns. New South Wales attack was red hot in Sydney, but now it's a different test. Suncorp Stadium and 50,000 screaming cane toads. Oh my goodness. Three, the Blues are the favourites, but Queensland haven't lost an origin decider at Suncorp since 2005. And let me tell you, this packed stadium is hungry for a win. The, the Maroons welcome back Cam Munster. They also welcome back the heartbeat of their forward pack, Christian Welsh. And they bring in the Rookie of the Year, Harry Grant. Believe me, this Queensland team is better, and they will want to win this game more than anything. I can tell you from experience. Oh, there's a massive difference getting up for a game you must win as opposed to a game you would like to win. And this is a game they must win. What a way to end a year we'll never, ever forget. You're in trouble here. This is rugby league as we love it best. This is State of Origin 3, the decider. The 2020 State of Origin series to a decider. to you live and loud from Suncorp Stadium, Queensland versus New South Wales, for our great mates at Bream and Maccas, Triple M Rocks Origin. Bring it on! A magnificent night in Brisbane. The crowd is pouring in, but there's still plenty of vacant seats. Ben Dobbin, I can see outside the ground, it is, it is chaos. Yeah, good evening, Dan. It certainly is. And, and look, to be fair to Suncorp Stadium, they sent a message to every ticket holder this afternoon, get early, get there early because the scanning systems that they're having to partake to have this full for this COVID plan takes a little longer. Now, look, we're three-quarters full at the moment. There are going to be people, uh, and you can hear the roar. That's from Wayne Bennett, who's come up on the screen as we speak. But there are going to be people who miss this kickoff by five or ten minutes in. You would expect that it's uh, obviously a lot heavier and a lot uh, and a lot more full, but at this present moment, sitting at three quarters. Okay, thank you, Ben Dobbin. So yeah, the decision was made uh, about a week ago to allow a full house, which I think makes sense, doesn't it, gents? If you can fit thirty-nine thousand into a ground, that kind of wipes out social distancing anyway. So you might as well have fifty-two thousand. Yeah. And uh, it'll be more partisan than normal. Normally, you get a trickling of New South Wales fans that fly up. Not tonight. Uh, I don't think there's too many willing to do the 14-day quarantine to be here for this game. And uh, in all honesty, we are not at the ground. We can't uh, be there, unfortunately. But uh, it'll be live and loud, and you won't miss a thing. Ben Dobbin on the sideline for us. You can hear the fireworks going off. March 23, this season was called off, remember? It was postponed. Who would have thought we would have made it? We would have made it all the way to the finish line. A full season, a proper final series, and now a state of origin series just about completed. It is a season we will never, ever forget. Here's Brad Fittler speaking to Channel 9. Let's bring in their coach, Brad Fittler, now, who joins us from Suncorp Stadium. Bradley, great to see you as we count down the kickoff tonight. Sturlo, just highlighting that great start like last week in defence in particular. You'd love to see the same tonight at Suncorp. Yeah, we're kicking off again, so great to have that sort of start again. There's also a lot of control that's got to go with that aggression and that line speed. So, you know, we ask for it all. They're, they're good enough players to understand how important those early sets are. So that's what we expect. 
Brad, were you comfortable with the, the travel today and, the, and that part of the preparation? Yeah, so got up here about three hours before the game and we've been in the sheds for about an hour and a half now. So uh, the players have done it all before, so um, it's not new to them. It was new to some of the staff, me in particular. But uh, as you watched them uh, getting closer to the game, you can see um, their mood change and start to get in sync with when the game is. So... Yeah, I've got full trust in these blokes. And how comfortable to be able to take in the same 17 from last week? Yeah, it's a, it's a good luxury. Firstly, that no one was injured, and secondly, that I think they just played such a good team game. Um, obviously, there's a lot of talk about Ryan Pappenhausen and a few other players. Possibly, we just thought, given there's only a week between the games, that um, might have been just a bit much, and whether we'd have to change tactics, I'm not really sure. But uh, just having that, being a little bit comfortable with our... Um, just the blokes working together. See you sideline tonight, Brad. That was Brad Fittler with James Brosey on Channel 9. Gentlemen, uh, Pappenhausen, it was thought they were going to find a spot for him, but Fittler has kept an all-forward bench. Do you like that tactic? I wouldn't have been surprised if he swapped maybe a middle forward like a Nathan Brown for a Pappenhausen, just for a, a bit of X factor, but yeah. then you would have been harshly done by it if you were the player who was missed out for that you know, a mission. So I, I, I think Pappenhausen, he, he's, he's all or nothing. He's got to be yeah. starting all. Yeah. Okay, uh, we just got this to play for you, and then we're back as the teams get ready to emerge. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot, and strong. Install a Ream.